Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. This is your host, Debbie Harris with In Hot Pursuit, where we strive to bring you biblical truth and introspection and stir your heart to hunger after God. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of In Hot Pursuit. And today I want to talk to you about or from the topic, keep believing, keep believing. And before we get started, let's go ahead and do some of our praise and worship. We're going to be listening to a song that is entitled Yes and Amen. Um, it's going to be led by Chandler Moore um, with Maverick. With Maverick City. And so um, hopefully you'll be blessed by this just as I was. It really, really minister to my spirit today so let's go ahead and play a little bit of it for you
are yes and amen. How about that? My goodness. I will trust in his faithfulness. I hope that's your testimony today. And so I'm going to encourage you for just a moment um, to keep believing. And I don't know what you're believing God for in this season, but I just wanted to take some time out and encourage you to continue to trust God and stand firm on what he promised you. So many times, discouragement tries to take hold, depending on what we may be facing or what the situation or the circumstances may be looking like. But I wanted to take the time out today and encourage you to continue to stand firm in your faith and keep believing and trusting God. I don't know you, about you, but I'm believing God for some things. I'm still waiting on God to fulfill some promises. And I can attest that God is faithful. He was faithful when the doctor told me that I would not conceive, but he said that I would conceive and I have conceived two beautiful sons. I, I was fed up in my singleness and I was tired of dating deadbeats and I was tired of getting my hopes up just to get my heart broken. And God spoke to me and said he was going to bless me with a husband and he's done just that. When I tell you that God is a promise keeper, I know it to be true. So I just wanted to just stop by and I love this song because it actually correlates with the scripture that I'm going to read to you from 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 19 through 21. Um, and I just want to bring out a couple of points here and just encourage you for a moment to continue to, to stand on God's word 
and believe him even when there are naysayers, even if other people don't understand um, the dream or the thing that God has birthed in your heart. Um, God began to give me ideas five years ago and they were tech ideas and I was working on a job and I got the first tech idea, which was called the GoGo Budget app. And uh, it's an application that is designed to help people, you know, better manage their money. And I can tell you what it is because I'm going to be changing the name because, <laughs> but I, and I remember telling God, you know, almost like, how is this thing going to be? Because I went to school for business, but I didn't go to school for tech. <laughs> um, and so I've been on this journey. Um, and not only did he just give me a word or something, God gives us specific instructions. He began to give me details and I wrote details down of how the application would work, even though I wasn't tech, tech. I didn't consider myself techie. God began to give me insight. And so I've had this idea for over five years. And so I applied for what's called a Founders Institute. And they give you this test to see if you are intellectually able to be able to produce um, the magnitude like it, this was a really like um, sample test. I mean, it took me it took me at least over an hour to do the test, and it was all kind of shapes, and it was all kind of um, different stuff that I would have never, you know, I would have never took a test like that because it just seemed so abstract, you know, uh, different patterns, and you had to be able to tell the different patterns and match these different patterns up and. Somehow I scored high on this test. Don't ask me how, because it was, it was really intense. What I'm saying is that not only will God tell you and give you insight, he will give you details. He will give you specific instructions on how he wants you to do that thing. And don't be like me. There are times and seasons where I did not wait for, for, for further instruction uh, I'm a person that God will give me something and I'll just step out there and on faith and do it. Um, and sometimes I falter in that. And sometimes God has to remind me, you need to wait um, for further instructions and direction. And so five years and I just been having these ideas and then God has given me more ideas on top of that one. And I said, okay, I'm a person that when you give me something, I want to do something with it. And and I don't know about you. I don't know what you're believing God for. Um, I don't know what you're believing God for, but I just want to encourage you to keep trusting God and keep trusting what he gave you. And don't be afraid to step into rooms where you feel intimidated at. I remember a couple of years back, I went to a customer lab to test out my tech idea to see if it was valid to see if it could be built the way that God had gave me. And they were shocked that I had uh, some specifications written down and I even had some mapping that I had done on how it should work. And all of this stuff came from God. Our God is an innovative and creative God. And if he gave you a promise, he is going to help you bring that thing into fruition not only that he spoke the word, but he knows how to connect you with the right people. He knows how to place you in the right rooms. And so I want you to trust God with whatever he gave you. And I want you to believe God to step out of your comfort zone 
and believe him when he told you yes. Uh, so many times doubt and fear tries to take hold and take root of us when God has sent us a word and told us to, to believe him. Let me read 2 Corinthians verse 19 and 21. Well, 19 through 21. It says, For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was proclaimed among you by me and Silvanus and Timothy, was not yes and no, but in him it has always been yes. For all the promises of God are yes in Christ, and so through him... Our amen is spoken to the glory of God. Now it is God who establishes both us and you in Christ. Give me just a moment. Let me get my screen here. Let's look here. Give me just a moment. My screen is extra sensitive here. So we'll read that again. I lost my place for just a moment. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was proclaimed among you by Savanus and Timothy, was not yes and no, but in, in, but in him it has always been yes. For all the promises of God are yes in Christ. And so through him, our amen is spoken to the glory of God. Now it is God who establishes both us and you in Christ. He anointed us, placed his seal on us, and put his spirit in our hearts as a pledge of what is to come. Let's stop there. Number one, he established us. He establishes us. He establishes us. Let's look at this word real quick. Because I don't know about you, but I love words. And I love to look up what they mean so I can have more of a clear understanding. He establishes us. So, number one, it means to set up on a firm or permanent basis. Number two, it means to achieve permanent acceptance or recognition. So, not only God establishes us, so he sets us up for... He sets us up. So if he sets us up, that means he positions us for the fulfillment of that promise. And so that's why we got to continue to trust him. Because if God said it, the answer is yes, then we have to just stand firm on what he said and believe that he will establish that thing. That means he sets us up. So, man, it's a setup. Sometimes what looks like a setback is a setup. My goodness, I hope you guys are catching this. So he establishes us. Now, we're taking these four points from that verse, uh, 2 Corinthians 1st chapter, 21st verse. He establishes us. So number one, you have to realize that what he, what he promised, he establishes. My goodness. Number two, um, what he promises, he anoints. The word anoint means 
Uh, it, it does mean to smear, but it also means to consecrate. So he, what, what he promises, he knows how to set apart. Not only has he set us up, and the, the word established means to be to set up. <laughs> and I just told you, sometimes a setback is nothing but a set up. And so that is what, oh my goodness, man. So if God promised you, he knows how to set it up. He knows how to establish that very thing that he promised you. So even if it doesn't look like it's working together, God is working it out behind the scenes. So he established us. Then what he does, number two, he anoints us. That means he consecrates us. He smears us with some oil. He pits oil. He begins to beautify our life. See, that's what consecration does. He begins to set us apart and do a work on the inside of us so that we might be able to handle the promise properly when he sends it. So he's already preparing us in that consecration, preparing us in advance for what he promised. So he established, right? He anoints. Then that, what he does, he places a seal on us. And so have you ever sealed an envelope? It's to, it's to keep something fastened and safe inside. Um, <laughs> so he puts a seal on us. Let's look at the definition seal. Uh, it says, number one, a device or substance that is used to join two things together so as to prevent them from coming apart or to prevent anything from passing between them. So there's a seal. There's some God fastens that thing. That that thing that he promised you is sealed. It's already settled. It's already settled. And so you got to continue to trust and believe God. Don't allow doubt and fear to cause you to deviate from what God said. You got to continue to keep on believing. All right, I'm going fast here. I hope you guys are catching on. This is the last one, and we get ready to wrap up. But I hope somebody has been encouraged thus far. Um, let's look here. He pledges his spirit as a sign of what is to come. So let's look at the word pledge. A Solomon promise or undertaking, a thing that is given as security for the fulfillment of a contract or payment of a debt and is liable to forfeiture in the event of failure. Forfeiture. Forfeiture. I'm saying it wrong, but I hope I'm saying it close to what it says. A thing that is given as security for the fulfillment of a contract or the payment of a debt. So he pledges his spirit as a sign of what is to come. See, that's why I love it because God doesn't leave us comfortless, right? While we're waiting on the promise, he sent his spirit to empower us. He sent his spirit to teach us and to guide us and to direct us and to instruct us in righteousness. But really, the spirit is a pledge of what's to come. It's an indication of what it will be like for us to live in the presence of God. But it's also an indication, a guarantee, a security blanket for what God has already already promised my goodness so that's what the spirit is for and so the spirit of God you need the spirit of God so a lot of times people walk around here saying they spiritual but you need the spirit of God because that's the only thing that provides security my goodness and so that's the, that's the thing that that provides security about what's to come God gave that to us for an an, an surety that even now that he's coming back for us right 
uh, a church without spot or wrinkle. My goodness. And so he's given us this pledge, this Solomon oath that he promised us. And if he promised it, it's already a yes. And so we got to continually be in agreement. When we're saying amen, we're saying so be it. And so no matter what it looks like, we got to stand firm in agreement with what God said over our lives and what God said about the situation and what God promised us. And we, we need the Holy Spirit to help us in our time of waiting because a lot of times we get impatient in the wait and that's when sometimes we miss it. And so I just wanted to stop by and encourage you today to keep on believing. Stand firm in what God has given you. Other people may not understand it. They may not get it. But if God said it, he will make it good. He will make it good. He's faithful. He's holy. He's righteous. And all his promises are yes and amen. So anyway, I hope you've been blessed today. Thank you for joining us for another episode of In Hot Pursuit, where we strive to bring you biblical truth and introspection and stir your heart to hunger after God. You guys be blessed.